Come on, come on, let's have it! Welcome to the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast with your hosts, Callum Webber and Jacob Ingamgore. Here we are then, we're back with the Freedom Lifestyle Podcast. So today, my partner in crime, Jacob, is not here. It's me, and we've got a special guest on today. Um, she's called Cordelia and I will be throwing it over to Cordelia soon to give her story and her background so you guys can get a bit of a context but obviously a lot of people know just listening to this I've this year I've been to Expert Empires which is a huge event um, in London Nick James, Matt Alwell um, for Expert Empires I've been there twice this year and Cordelia has actually spoken at the event twice and not only that She's actually, come the new year, she's also going to be going on um, the stage again to talk. So she is absolutely smashing the game. So to give a bit of context, Cordelia, I'm going to throw it straight back over to you. Flip back to a point in your life where you started your business, like entrepreneurial career, and then obviously fast forward to where you are now. Well, hey, thank you. It's so good to to be on here. And thanks for the invite. Um, Hello to everyone listening. So I'm Cordelia and um, I started, I mean, I've always been a bit of a bit of an entrepreneur, I guess. Like I was, I was writing stories and selling them at school. <laughs> I was printing them off, taking them to school, 20p each for a story. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I actually left school at 13 and then went back to uni and trained to be a nurse. And I was nursing, just got qualified. I had three children under the age of four at this point. Um, I had all of them during my nursing degree. That I mean, I think there's a Guinness record waiting to be handed out to me somewhere. Like I've never heard of that before. <laughs> but anyway, three I qualified. children while at uni. Yeah, three children whilst at uni. Wow. Third one, I wasn't allowed maternity leave. Uh, otherwise, because you have to, you have to do your nursing degree within a certain amount of time. Otherwise, you're disqualified because you'll get rusty, right? So, third one, I wasn't allowed maternity leave. But anyway, I finished my nursing. I became a registered nurse. I'm now working on the ward. Got my kids at home. Um, husband's looking after the kids whilst I'm at work. And we needed something for him because he didn't he didn't have a you know a project or something to work on. So I actually started um, the first business I ran to support him and give him something to to call his own and to work on. Now I didn't work quite out didn't quite work out like that it it worked out like me working 13 hour shifts me looking after three kids me building a business (laughs) and it was a lot um but this business was an e-commerce and we were importing loads of ride-on cars uh from china and we were selling them on our website on ebay on all of that and i built all that from scratch with no support no community around me no coach no no nothing just trying to figure out what the hell i was doing and incurring all the import fees and you know it was just bloody awful and after a couple of years, I was like, Do you know, enough. I hate this. I wasn't getting any fulfillment from it. It was just like waiting in for the postman every day. It was just boring. So I actually jacked that in. But there were elements of that business that I loved that were like so much fun. You know, when you're working in the public sector or I imagine any job, really, there's no space for creativity. And when you're running your own business, you can create loads of stuff and it's loads of fun. You know, you can make banners on Canva and you can design how you want your website to look and just those little bits of freedom to do whatever you want and be creative I really enjoyed that what I didn't enjoy was waiting in for the postman like that I I wanted a bit of flexibility I didn't want to have to stay at home and wait for the collection of you know the orders to go out that day so I was like right online business that doesn't require physical boxes and I had no idea like what I could do 
you know, you Google things, don't you? And I, I guess you, you've got people who are just starting out listening to this podcast. And they might resonate with this. You know, you Google things. You think, well, what could I do? And you see things like web designer, business consultant. You know, how bloody how do you get into something like that? Like, I have no idea. And then I found affiliate marketing. And I was like, brilliant. I can just sell other people's stuff, right? Earn a commission for that. No postage, no boxes, no waiting in. Can do it from anywhere. And, you know, it just seemed like it'd be a lot of fun. So I set that up. And actually, within six months, I made my first $12,000 commission. And I was then using my other skills, like website building, social media management, all these things that I'd been learning, I started using them to support other people that needed that help. You know, I became a social media manager for a little Canadian company. Um, I started building websites and selling them for like £700 each. And I managed to replace my income from nursing really quickly. And I was like, you know what, I prefer this. And I felt really guilty about that. Because, well, nursing is supposed to be something that is giving back and is a humble role. And you know, I felt guilty that I preferred this thing over here. But in truth, I was also helping people to start their own affiliate marketing businesses. And actually, it was a lot more fulfilling. Because when you see that transition in someone, and you see people being able to change their lives, and you have that continuation of care that you don't have in emergency nursing. No, it was it was just really, really enjoyable to witness those transformations. So I left nursing, came off the register, and I was full in on that affiliate marketing. And that's kind of where it began, really. That's amazing. That's amazing. So obviously, like anybody listening to this now, I always hear people say, I don't have the time. I, I don't have the time mm. to do the business. Oh, yeah. You had three kids, yeah. you were a nurse, and yeah. you were running the business all at the same time. Like, how did you find the time for it? We all have the same access to the same amount of time, right? Everybody. That's one thing that there is no, that there's no discrimination. There's no inequality. We all have access to the same amount of time. We just use it differently. I really had to make some sacrifices. If, if, and, and, and it comes from a place of determination, passion, drive, right? And that comes from doing something that you want or having a goal that's A, bigger than you are, or B, you know, something that really motivates and drives you to go for, move forward. I used to be an EastEnders fan. I used to spend every evening watching EastEnders, you know, when it was on. I think it was on on a Wednesday, which was, you know, Wednesday was a bit boring from my memory. But I used to watch EastEnders every evening. I used to be into cookery. Like, I, I would spend hours in the kitchen cooking up a storm. I'd cook, like, three-course dinners, like, every night. My, You know, my ex-husband, because we've split up now, but my ex-husband, he, he used to absolutely be a real foodie, right? And he'd, he'd love restaurant quality food to be on the table and and I and I loved making it so that was where a lot of my time was going in terms of spare time so you you have to make sacrifices I said we're gonna have easy food from now on I'm not cooking up these big things because I'm, I'm building this over here and I stopped watching tv I stopped watching it do you know like half an hour a day adds up to 16 working days a year if I you know, just spend half an hour a day it's nuts I, I, so, I always say I always say the same thing and like the the average like obviously half an hour like even that statistics mad but like the average um the, the average person in the UK watches three hours a day so that's 21 hours in a week that's nearly a day a week 
And then people say they haven't got time, but it's, it's like what you said, it's all about your priorities and, you know, like what you're, what you're choosing to do with your, with your yeah. time is, is completely 100%. your choice. But I also think if you've got less of it though, Callum, like if you've got less time available, it actually forces you to prioritize the, the like the stuff that's actually going to move the needle on the growth of your business. A friend of mine, Dan Holloway, he quit his job. He had a really good job in software sales. He was making loads and loads of commissions and he wanted to leave that job and build an affiliate marketing business. And he had 14 hours a day to play with and he was using all of them. He was very productive, using all of them to build the business. I made my first big commission before he did. And I only had a couple of hours a day. Well, we looked into that and we're like, why was that the case? You know, I wasn't better at it than he was. In fact, he was teaching me. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't like I was gifted and he wasn't or anything like that. It was because that small amount of time I had to play with, I was prioritizing the things that really mattered. Whereas he was probably spending eight hours, 10 hours a day on stuff that really didn't make a difference. You know, wow. the 10 pound tasks. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. It's like being hyper-focused with the time you have and you're like, you, you had to make it count. Whereas when you've got too much time, it's easy to procrastinate. And like you yeah. said, do, do 10 pound tasks. Whereas like what me and Jacob are trying to do is like out outsource like any 10 pound task possible because that isn't going to make you the money. You know, a lot, a lot of people are like in, in, in a, in a business mindset, they're like, I'll do it all myself. I'll do it all myself. But the reality of it is, like you said, if you do it all yourself, that means you're going to end up doing a load of the 10 pound task. So unbelievable value straight away, Cordelia, um, with, with the time management, but obviously fast forward to now, obviously your business career started with well, started with nursing, then you went into e-commerce, and then that led you to affiliate um, affiliate marketing. You now have a, a business called the Rebellious um, Business School. Um, well, is it Rebellious Business it's, School? The business is Rebellious Business, and we have we, we run a network called the Rebellious Business Network, and we've got a um, the school is is an academy called the Rebellious Entrepreneurs Academy. Um, that's the one that's the one so let's give some context to the listeners about um like when did you start that business and like uh what like fast forward to now so january 2020 i've been working as a private consultant for that affiliate marketing company you know they hired me in the end because i was i was you know looking after so many members delivering loads of, of, of training and they wanted me on the team um, and I joined the team and I was working as a consultant. It was brilliant. I learned so much. But January 2020, I was like, do you know what? I'm ready to just fly the nest here. Like, I want my own private clients. Um, and so I left that role and I started going to networking events like you do, started growing my existing network with people around. And then, of course, you know, COVID, lockdown, and it was all shut down. Now, what happened next was actually an accident, but it's an accident we can all learn from, which is that I feel, I was watching the news and I was seeing nurses on the front line, especially what was going on in Italy. And it was really, really making me feel very guilty. I was a qualified nurse. I should be on the front line. But the problem was, is that I was off the register. Now, I was in a situation where I had a few thousand in the bank because I'd made some good commissions. I'd been working as this consultant. I'd saved a bit of money and I was doing all right. And so I was like, you know, not desperate for money. I wasn't in that. Never quit your job and be in that situation where you're like, how am I going to pay my rent at the end of the month? That is dangerous. Like homelessness is a thing that actually happens to normal everyday people. We need to protect and make ourselves safe. Right. It's really important. Can't stress that enough. People quit their jobs too soon sometimes and it's a problem. But 
I had some some backup, some re- some some backup in the bank. I left that job, but I was feeling really guilty. I should be on the front line. And I remember having this conversation with people around me and going, you know, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel feel really really bad about this. I tried to go back on the nursing register, but it was going to take me an, a year and a half to revalidate and get back on there. So. I was like, right, well, what can I do to, you know, do my bit or to help out? Now it's a real like, you know, it's not exactly going to get me a flipping OBE. But I, I went, oh, um, I'm going to launch a networking event. All the local networking events have been shut down. And a lot of people that I was meeting at these networking events were, I was a lifeblood of their business. So without it, they were a bit screwed. So I went, right, well, I'm just going to throw together a networking event. I've been running online webinars for years threw one together advertised it for three days few people turned up and boom it just started to blow up we had we were in the paper um for bringing people together in lockdown and keeping business owners connected um i got awarded in the top 10 online networking events um across the world i was put on a panel for the future of networking alongside the author that wrote networking for dummies i mean i have got no experience in networking especially not as much as the man that wrote networking for dummies but when you start positioning yourself as an expert in that way and you start showing up to help people you know and that was the difference I didn't go how can I make money right now I went how can I show up and support people right now what do people need how can I fill the gap what can I do to support them and so of course I created this resource which was this network with weekly training and support and tips and tricks and advice and guest experts that's still running now, right? Two and a half years later. Um, we've done about over 140 episodes of the Rebellious Business Network. Um, but the that, you know, accelerated things massively. And within a couple of, of months, you know, I needed someone on the team to help me. I couldn't handle it by myself. Um, we launched, we did a 22K launch um, and we got to six figures within nine months. Wow, absolutely amazing. So like... Obviously, all that you know now, like obviously a lot of the listeners are, you know, um, in their 20s. If if you were to, with all what you know now, if you were to flip back to like when you were in your early 20s, like what piece, like what piece of advice would you give yourself to do differently um, if you could restart? It's an interesting qu- question because I think that sometimes, you know, every step we take, whether it's the right one or the wrong one, it's the lily pad that kind of leads to the, the next step. And cutting out those steps can often mean you probably wouldn't get to the destination that you got to in the end. I don't have any regrets because I think everything I go through makes you who you are. Um, but I guess I, it's, it's very difficult, that question. If, they, if, if I was to give someone else some advice, it'd be different. But I'd left school at 13. Wow. I was getting my education as a nurse after a stint in waitressing, you know, and I think I did the thing that was the most tangible. And so the, the, the biggest piece of advice for anybody starting out in business is surround yourself with like-minded people. That was why my e-commerce business didn't do very well. I didn't have a coach. I didn't have a community of people around me. I didn't have anyone to turn to when I needed support, apart from the man who was you know, in the freight company. I was ringing him up all the time, bless him. I asked him so many questions. He must have got really sick of me. <laughs> But I like I literally had no no support in that sense. And there were so many incredible business events, networking events that I didn't know about, podcasts that I didn't know about, you know, back then. And so I would tell myself at those early days, 
to get out and meet other people that were doing the same thing as me or similar things to me so that I had that network around me because you can't do it alone. You can't. You can't do this alone. I mean, no, to yeah, start off with, you need customers, but you also need people around you to collaborate with and to ask questions and the support and, you know. Yeah, I love that. So like in terms of something like the reason me and Jacob have, have like uh, started what we started is because like since I, I went to university, I was there for three years, studied business. I didn't learn one thing since I've left uni. I've invested a lot like into Elite Closing Academy, into Grant Cardone. I've done a lot of business courses since I've left. And Jacob's the same. Like between us, we've invested over £60,000. And that has been like a complete life change for us. But something that we noticed was there's not many younger generation at these business events. It's quite a small percentage. And that's the reason why we've come in for this. In terms of for you, so how important has been investing in yourself been for your getting from um, starting your business in during the, like the lockdown to nine months later creating a six-figure business? Well, I mean, if you if you imagine that a lot of people probably say, you know, I haven't got any money, as well as they say, oh, I haven't got enough time. Nurses don't get paid that much, right? I got a Tesco loan out for 30 grand to invest in. I mean, it was a really scary thing to do. It was the best thing I ever did to wow. invest in this program to like further my development and whatever. I've, I invested way over 100,000 in my own education. Um, and, and look, I ain't got a spare 100,000 pound line around, right? I just yeah. found, borrowed this money in 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 various places you know when I wanted it and needed it and it's crucial it's crucial because the problem is with I mean there's loads of free content out there like there's no excuse to not be learning but the problem is with all the free content that's out there is there's so many different ways to skin a cat and so what you need to do is you need to find your route and and your route that works for you but the other thing is is that you need to be able to ask for support and be able to ask questions because let's say for instance you've you've bought an an email list course right and you're learning how to build an email list and the email list software is at an update and it looks different to what it looks like in the course that you're doing and you're hitting a butt every single time you're, you're trying to do this thing and it's taking you ages and it's making you feel really frustrated and that was me the first time I built a website it took me weeks weeks you know and in the end I didn't even finish it I can't. I was like, forget this, and I went and got a Shopify store instead because I've figured out that'd be a lot easier. But imagine someone had said to me, "Just get a Shopify store." Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just get a shop. Just get a Shopify store, Cordelia. It's really easy. Do you know what I mean? That's what I was <laughs> on my own. So you just waste shit loads of time. So go to events with the intention to build connections, make some friends. The first event I went to was in Arizona. I left my three children at home and I got on a plane and I went to Arizona to this event that the affiliate marketing company was putting on. And I was absolutely terrified. It was the furthest I'd been, the furthest I'd been on my own, leaving my kids behind for the first time as well. But those friends that I made at that event, I'm still friends with now. The people you meet, are the, that's the most powerful thing that you gain from these events. It's not just scouting for clients. 
I truly believe that because like it's nowadays it's not what you know it's who you know and like mm, the, the more people you meet the the more doors just open and you might meet someone um you might meet someone in 2022 as an example but then they might not come into play until 2024 but because you're building that that community you don't know who you're going to meet today that's going to change your life in, in the future um and mm. that's the best thing about going to as many business events as possible but obviously mm. You're involved, you've been involved with Nick James um, in, in the mastermind. Would you say like he's your your main influential coach out of all your investments? Actually, like he's he's really, really helped me in terms of becoming a CEO because that has been a transition. Um, and he's one of them, but that I've had many coaches that have had a big influence on me. One of them, you know, is, is actually Amy Porterfield. I was that, that marketing made easy podcast was just phenomenal for when I was just starting out, you know. Um, but there's a guy called Stuart Ross, and Stuart Ross is my biggest kind of, you know, I, I I will always be indebted to Stuart Ross, and the reason why is that he didn't only teach me how to make money, he taught me how to have integrity, he taught me what was most important, he taught me about community. He taught me about culture. He taught me about heart-led entrepreneurship and purpose and passion and, um, you know, these things that are really a part of everything I embody today, you know, with Rebellious Business and with the team that I'm building. Nick has been very, very, like, influential in terms of helping me grow the business and helping me see things from a bigger perspective and play a bigger game. But in terms of that ground piece, that that ground piece of building a business from a place of love and from a place of like you know real like purpose and wanting to make a difference in this world I would say Stuart Ross 100%. I love that I love that and you obviously like over the last like two and a half years you've built an incredible community to give some like easy tips now like your your three best ways to like create the community that you've created are you able to share that so first and foremost, like ex- using collaboration is really, really powerful. So you don't want to be doing this on your own. You want to be connecting with your peers, the people that you are meeting at networking events, the people that are on the same courses and programs as you. Go live with them on social media or invite them to your community to do a live. The other thing is, is that people think that having a Facebook group is having a community. A Facebook group is a cardboard box. And just like you don't go on Amazon to buy a cardboard box, you don't go on Facebook to get in another Facebook group. What we've got to do is sell the thing that's inside the cardboard box. So have something in your community that you promote and people join the community as a byproduct. And thirdly, actually use Zoom calls or you know some kind of live video streaming software or, or whatever so that the community can meet each other. Because this isn't about having a following. This isn't about, you know, you having your raving fans. This is about you bringing people together. A community is where people aren't just following you. They're meeting each other and they're connecting with each other. And so one of the most powerful ways in which you can do that is to host webinars where the community gets to see each other's faces on the screen. And they get to see each other answering questions. And then what happens off the back of that is they are posting in the community. And other people are engaging with those posts because they feel like they know that person. There's, there's more than three tips I could give you, but those would be my top three. 
Love that. I love that. Obviously, yeah, like you said, collaborations is key, not going at it alone and mm. seeing how you can actually help help other help other people and then in return it's going to help you as well and then ultimately you're all going to have create a, a bigger impact so cordelia where, like where's the best place that people obviously i can put in the description of, of the podcast as well like where's the best place place that people are able to to find you and, and see the business that you're you're conducting well i guess come along to the rebellious business network is always you know come and join the community and, and come and connect with some really awesome people i mean it's what we've been talking about today is live events, connection, and all that kind of thing. We've got an amazing network over there of um, startup entrepreneurs in their first few years of business. And we've got some people that are a lot further on in there as well. Um, But yeah, so that would be the first port of call because it's such an amazing place. But we also run things like, you know, the Tribe Funnel Challenge where we teach people how to put communities together and we've got various things running. But the central hub, where it's all at, where it's all happening, Rebellious Business Network. And you can just Google it. Google it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll also we'll put in it. We'll put in the description for you um, as well. So obviously, everyone go follow Cordelia and see what she's getting up to. She's absolutely smashing it. Obviously, you've got you're doing you're you're on stage for the next Expert Empires as well. Are you able to give a little sneak peek of what what your talks about, or is it is it top secret? It's top secret at the moment. Um, because, and, and and actually, if I'm really really honest, it's because I'm deciding between two topics, um, and the yeah the 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 jury's not out yet so we will um we will have to wait and see on that one huge huge i'm i'm very excited to uh to see that as well um but yeah in terms of like this podcast has been absolutely class i have got one final question for you though cordelia mm-hmm. and okay. it's what does freedom lifestyle mean to you it means being able to take my children anywhere around the world um it means being able to put them into international schools um and just having choice because if I don't feel like it if I want to stay in the UK stay in the UK but if I feel like going somewhere I can go somewhere and that's 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 like well you're you're you're, we're currently filming this podcast and you're you're chilling in Spain right now (laughs) yeah I'm I'm very jealous of that so in terms of your purpose then is like I I take it are you really hungry because the fact you've obviously got your, your three young children does that does that drive you it does it does drive me because I I don't want them to have the same teenage years as I had. I want to be able to give them really rich experiences and for them to be well-rounded and all of that. Of course, like every mother wants that. So that's, you know, that is one thing that's driving me. But I'm also driven by the fact that, you know, people don't have to be stuck in situations that are making them unhappy. And running your own business is not an easy option, but it's one that is empowering. And, you know, seeing clients get to a stage where they're emigrating or they're traveling or they're leaving their jobs and seeing the transition and the change in them on that is just the most beautiful thing that I have ever witnessed um apart from the birth of my children because I mean I mean that was it wasn't necessarily beautiful but it was very very lovely um (laughs) but yeah that is that is pretty magical it's pretty magical seeing seeing Instagram pictures of your clients getting onto aeroplanes and going, we're off for a year, for a year oh, in 2023. Freedom, freedom choice. I absolutely love it. And Cordelia, I really appreciate your time today, especially the fact that um, you're in Spain right now um, away. But yeah, everybody listening to this, go follow Cordelia and also have a fucking class day. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> Adios. <laughs>